listening to the AntsMarching.org podcast, the new brand of AM radio. Hey, everybody. Happy day before July 4th, right? It's, Joe, you're having trouble keeping track of days now, right? Actually, I actually am. I forgot if today was Monday or not. It's got to be tough to be a perpetual partier. Thank you, Joe. Uh, welcome <laughs> back to another episode. Episode 93. We're approaching that 100 mark quickly. Um to uh, Ants Podcast, episode 93. I am Matt, and again, I'm joined with Joe. But Joe, you're not in Pittsburgh, are you? I am not. I am in Club Wasted, which, Matt, you know Club Wasted because you've appeared here today. And what Club Wasted is, is our friends, the Jensen's, have hosted me for another trip up to Milwaukee. Sadly, not this time for Alpine, which you can see behind me. We are rocking the Alpine Ants flag. Um, that did not get to get flown this year. Um, but they've been great hosts every time. And uh, I see all the writing on the wall behind me, too, from all past 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 Alpine years. Um, so, yeah, Colin, this is uh, either the second or third time calling from uh, Club Wasted doing a podcast. I know of two, but we might have done one where you were there again uh, before that. Right. So, so at least the second, perhaps the third. Um, hello to got to be – got to set the record for the uh, – most uh what's on on remote scene on on alternative venue on location have you earned a badge a club wasted badge (laughs) a stub a stub (laughs) that'd be perfect i hope i earned that so anyway jeremy marissa awesome host i wish i could be there with you guys um but uh not not this year again like you said no alpine and uh I like to hear different songs so i haven't really cared to tour lately i'm sorry (laughs) sorry rough I'm uh, rocking my France jersey. Uh, France still in the World Cup, cheering them on. So excited of that. Do you have a uh, a team at? So all of my teams are gone, <laughs> all of oh. them. And I had three. I was rooting uh, in no particular order for Iceland, for Denmark, and for Japan. And uh, watched most of what was probably the most exciting World Cup match so far in yesterday's Belgium and Japan, which was just mm-hmm. wild. Where Japan yeah. got up to nothing and ended up losing to Belgium, and Belgium scored well, with ten half. seconds left in stoppage time. Ugh, so on harsh a, on a quick restart. Yep, yep. Uh, so bummer there, but it's been an exciting World Cup. And um, England winning today was fun. Watching those flopping Colombians lose was always a good thing. <laughs> yeah, so There's a lot of flopping. Yep, in that game. Yep. So, uh, so yeah, things have been going well. Joe, you've been on tour. Yep, um, and I got a drink. Do you have a drink? You want me to go first? Uh, I'll go first because I'll just get this out of the way right now. Okay. Oh, it's a can of something. It's a can of LaCroix. Ah, oh, jeez, going it's hardcore today. Before 4 o'clock on a Tuesday, Joe. <laughs> yeah, but it's essentially a Friday. It's the 4th of July tomorrow. It is. You're not wrong, but uh, you're so you're you're clearly just taking it easy because you're about to go really hard later tonight. I've got cases of Coors Banquet lined up for me. <laughs> <laughs> what do you? What do you? I know you have something good. I'm sure. Perfect setup. Well, I actually have um, the official liquid sponsor of Club Wasted. I'm going to drink the liquid sponsor, and here you might notice this sound too. Oh. Uh, yeah, that yeah, I course like I you know what? I would I wish I would have guessed it because that's exactly Coors what it Light, sounded like. Baby. Are the mountains blue? The mountains are blue still. So yep. Uh <laughs> I'll be enjoying the official drink of Club Oyster Coors Light uh during the pod. Cheers. Very nice. Cheers to you, buddy. Okay. So yeah, it's been a while. Yeah. I, I couldn't believe how long it's been to a podcast. And 
yes, I've been on tour and I've been running into people out on tour and they're like, love the podcast, which thank you. Anybody that um, has nice things to say about it, appreciate it. Actually, I probably should tell people to rate it every time they, they say that. I never think to. So uh, mental note. Uh, but thank you guys for all saying nice things. Um, you know, we try to do better each time. But uh, everyone's asking, when's the next one going to be? And man, time just has flown mm-hmm. since the last one. It's been three weeks, uh, now three weekend shows. I can't believe it's it's gone that fast. Well, I mean, take the take the point of, okay, let's say you find time in between these shows to ju- sit down and, and podcast. Am I available? Right. Chances are I'm up to something or vice versa. So um, we've been doing all right, I think, in, in consideration, taking into consideration how busy we both are. But, uh, right. yeah, it has been a, a – it doesn't feel like it's been that long. But when you think about it, it's been a while been a little while yeah so a bunch of shows have clicked off uh since then i think what 10 dmb shows and one dave and tim show plus a lot of odds and end shows have come through so you know a lot of stuff it's given us i think now a, a, a point now where we can really start to assess the tour um as what is this tour shaping up to look like would you agree uh, i do but and i and i'm I, I also want to seed this with positivity, and I got to ask how have you, with that in mind, what is your general feel of this tour so far? And then we can break down some details on that. But how are you feeling overall? Are you in your happy place, Joe? <laughs> that's funny. I wish we get well. That's the story for another time. Um, I, I'm enjoying the tour. I've had a blast I'm so far. Yeah, I, you know, I know we kind of talked about this too before. Some some of the stats don't don't indicate it, but um, if I just you just asked me, am I having a good time on the tour? I am, and the band is clearly having a tour, and now it's become actually a phrase for every show, which um, maybe getting starting to get along in the tooth. I don't know, but every show now, Dave comments how just how much fun and just how much he missed these guys, just how much fun they are, and just how he's in a good place. The band is in a good place. He's huh. he mentions that every show now, and it's kind of interesting. I mean. Every show calling it out for that. Um, so it's interesting. But you know yeah. what? When my customers hire me and I go on site and I do work and I screw up everything over there, <laughs> they don't say, you know what, Matt? At least it looks like you had fun when you brought our network down. So hats off to you. Here's your full wow. price. No, they have not brought the network down. They, they, they've been bringing good shows. Um, I, you know, maybe the encores, I, I would probably want a little bit something more. Encores have felt a little bit. Um, uh, truncated, I guess probably the best word. Carter has not thrown out sticks for a couple different shows now. Um, for, for, um, Bristol's a different story, but you know, he didn't, he didn't for Darian. He didn't for, um, uh, Chicago night one. Um, can I ask you a question? So that, yeah. If you are relegated to, let's say you, you go to the same exact shows that you have this year, you're not going to any fewer shows, but, but your, your ritual does not anymore consist of hanging out with the people there at Club Wasted or tailgating, right? Let's say you are parking your car, walking through the gates, getting in your seat, nope. and you're there until the end, and you go home every night. Not forgetting, forget travel, but let's say that's all you're doing. How do you feel about this tour, Joe? Be honest. I mean, I, it's always been about the people. I think anybody that travels to a lot of shows, it's at least yes. some portion about yes. the people. It is... It is shows too, but but Joe, um, we're on this podcast not talking about how rocking that tailgate is. I mean, we do talk about the community. Obviously, this is the it's a community site. It is. Yeah, yeah. But, you see that tailgate photo from night one Chicago? Dude, that tailgate was awesome. 
That was pretty. I show flowed. I show flowed that plus one all the way. <laughs> um, like two was insane. Like people were spread across this entire beach, and it was we couldn't even try to gather everybody up for a photo. So it was huge. But anyway, yeah, I'm, so I'm not. We did not review come tomorrow based on the listening party where we all hung out and had beers and then listened to the album. We judged the music, right? Sure. sure. And yep. and I know it's, it's not in a vacuum. Yes, the whole thing is tailgating, seeing people. But overall, is it's not like the concert's free. I keep going back to that. You, they almost yeah. doubled prices. Yep. I, yeah, the prices have been hurting, and I and as the tour has been going on, um, you know that's kind of been more and more apparent. It's like, oof, this is rough. And I, I think right before, you know, I'm on a, I'm on a seven show streak right now, and you you just kind of threw out that little comment, like, yeah, do the math on that, Joe. Do 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 the quick math on um, the prices. And I went, ugh, why did you say that? Um, seven shows used to be like I don't know, five hundred bucks. Maybe. And now that's well over a thousand. Yeah, it's uh the ticket price right now is 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 steep. Um especially you know, you have to someone you're going with a seat buddy and you gotta exchange some money because you know somebody bought the tickets and you gotta give your your seat buddy some money and you're like, Yeah, I need you to drop a uh, hundred and forty dollars, hundred and thirty five dollars and you're like, Oh gosh, that's a that's a little rough. I think this um, might be the year that I finally stiff you. Oh you <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna need that money in advance. Now. <laughs> I bet you do. <laughs> I'm gonna start sending you some uh, some uh, some POs. Um, anyway, um, it's, to your question, I would say like I I liked it. I'm having fun of the tour. The only thing would be encores. I've been a little disappointed by. Um, I've wanted more from encores. I mean, we're not even getting uh, Dave Solo E1 spots in the encores. Um, and I don't think the shows – some of the shows have felt truncated um, from time-wise, you know, length-wise. They start maybe sometimes a little later than I would like, and then they have curfews. Um, they have moved up the start time the last few shows. To, I guess to, that's, that's helped. Um, but if I had only only kind of thing right now at this point is is the encores. Um, hmm. I felt a lot – and I would say openers too. Um, the the openers of a, a, a Come Tomorrow song each time has gotten old on me for going to a bunch of shows. So if I'm only going to one or a couple shows, no big deal. But going to a bunch of shows and knowing that I'm going to get one of three or yep. four songs as the opener, yep, that's that's not the most. And exciting I, I think thing. you're seeing some big setlist game scores because everybody's almost pretty much you have a fifty fifty chance, if not better, of of. Nailing uh, the opener. Hitting that opener, it's 10 points right off, the, right off the bat. Right. Yep. And then you're probably pretty likely to get one sweet world in the second slot. I mean, it's, yeah, the the starts of the shows have been not super variable. The yeah. the, the ends have, the encores have, they've been truncated, but and they've mixed it up. Um, you mean so you I didn't love the single song Jimmy thing encore? I actually, so, it, oh. okay, so we're talking about Chicago Night 2, or... No, we're talking about uh, Milwaukee. Excuse yeah, me, what's the difference? <laughs> um, that's cool. That was different. I'll take different any oh, day. It, oh. it, it's Jimmy thing in the mid set. Uh, and they they brought it. They they put a little extra into it um, when it was it was in the encore. Um, I'm not the biggest Jimmy fan. We know you are definitely not the biggest Jimmy fan. Um, I'm a seven minute Jimmy thing fan. Yeah, not the same garbage they've been doing for six years now. Yeah. Sexy and effer. 
I mean, you get a piano now. You have you, you know, listen, listen to the organ or piano. It's a little. It's I don't a know. Little I've heard the band with, with with Butch Taylor. Yeah, but, but they are definitely different styles, Butch and Buddy. Um, so yeah, I, I actually liked it because it was different. If it would have been maybe an E one, I'd be a little bit happier. But it was different. I just I didn't have to get stay in the encore. I, I got Jimmy. Yes, it's a song I've heard a hundred times, but it was unique, and I will take unique any huh. day. Okay. Okay. Um, they are still doing sexy MF, right? They are still doing sex. They're actually doing a truncated version of it. Or oh, they're, truncated they, some is good. Yeah, and they're they're definitely trying to rely more on the crowd to um. To, oh, to good. Do, do I get part of the ticket fee? <laughs> <laughs> I enjoy I enjoy the crowd participation. Except when they start singing "Thank You" over "So Damn Lucky" and. There's been there's been a lot of thank you attempts. Nearly every night, I feel like I've heard either an everyday outro attempt or or thirty six. That might you be one of the like most mysterious phenomena that I like the thank you thing. It's not like the, it's not like it's been a staple for years and years and years, right? It was. It's big for Alpine. Alpine, it's very big. It's been a staple there for trying to get thank you. I don't know why, and so it's clearly it's kind of like too. the two step of spec. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Why, why would you pick Thank You? That, as... That's my point. Is what is it? And I'm not even knocking Thank You because it's a fun cover. I mean, everybody gets into it, but it just seems so weird. Yeah, it's so weird. And once everybody starts doing, it, you just kind of participate. But so somebody started, and everyone else just picked it up. Um, and uh, Jimmy, who's here in Club Wasted with me, brought up a good point too. I just I would you asked me about the tour, and he brings up a good point that I totally agree with. Is that this couldn't be a bigger 180 from what the band did at the night before show. Uh, it, it, if you went to the night before show and now you go to the tour, like if you still went to the if Minneapolis people went to that show and you haven't had a chance to go to a new show this year yet, it is nothing like that show. That show has not matured very well. The long, the long, more I look back like that was just has to be my worst show. What, what, which one? Um, the night before the Super Bowl show, the one that was the night before oh, the first that, show. I thought you meant like literally the night before, not the night. Yeah, before. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Good call out. Um, no, the night before, uh, concert before the Super Bowl, that was bad. Um, the tour is very different from that. Uh, people that were at that show told me like, if this is what the tour is going to be like, I'm I'm not doing that many shows. Um, that's not the case anymore. So okay, um, it's been it's been much better. I know you want to rail on Jimmy, but it's been better. Well, now I'm starting. To, you just mentioned that, and I never made the connection. But you were saying Jimmy made a comment back there. Mm-hmm. The fact that his name lines up with that song. <laughs> 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 he just raised a single finger. I'm not going to tell you which finger he raised, but he raised a single finger at you. Yeah, it was definitely that finger. <laughs> oh, he's my Jimmy thing. <laughs> Let's find a truncated version of him. <laughs> I'm just kidding, Jim. No, I. I love you, buddy. <laughs> um. So the the one little. Uh, I mean, unless you want to call out anything specific in the ten shows that you saw. The one that people really tend to get excited for are those one-off, the Dave and Tim shows. And now at CMAC, it's been kind of a, a yearly tradition now for quite a while. Um, and again, th- people are like, man, I wish Dave Matthews Band would play that set list. Boom. Like the stone is in play now on Dave and Tim. And things like that that you just wish, I think, I think a lot of people wish that would translate over into full band. But right. that was a fun show, right? It was a very fun on show. paper, it looked great. Uh, yeah, paper... Um... I, you know, here on out gets played, and you're kind of thinking, man, maybe this this is the first time it was played. It was Dave, I think, solo with the orchestra, um, 
And then it gets played Dave and Tim, and you're wondering, uh-oh, this might just be one of those songs that you're only ever going to get to hear Dave and Tim. Now, it did since make an appearance um, in Milwaukee, so there is some potential for those to hear it um, since Milwaukee happened. Um, but, yeah, you get a, you just get a lot of songs that maybe are taking a, a break from the full band, uh, and that's refreshing. It's nice to, nice to get that. Um, I think you're more likely to get sometimes covers, too, um, at some of those Dave and Tim shows. And, you know, you get a little Timmy time, too. Get a little Tim solo action. It's always a super talented guy. And I think, personally, I think Tim gets a lot of flack um, for, you know, they have him turned up too loud, this and that. I mean, ultimately, you've got one of the best rock and guitarists in the world technically up there. Yeah. And, and I do not complain that he's too loud for Dave and Tim, though. I should have paid no. a little, maybe a little, but it wasn't anything that I thought of. I do think that sometimes um, for the full band, but yeah. Yeah, I, I was speaking from a full band opinion. Not yeah. me, but I just hear that sometimes. A lot of people complain about Tim. Um, yeah. And, and I just, for whatever reason, when I think of Tim, at least way back in the 90s, I think Tim was a very, very creative muse for Dave. It always seemed like when Dave and Tim would go out to tour, they'd come out, he'd come back with a handful of songs like like Crazy that turned into Captain, you know, uh, Leave Me Praying that the, essentially Don't Drink the Water. Like some mm-hmm. magic stuff came out of his collaborations with Tim. Whether yep. or not Tim gets a writing credit, it's, it just seems to be that that that's the reality of it is that, that he's kind of a bit of a creative muse for Dave. Um, lately, I, think so. I don't know what's going on. I think Sean is the is the the creative muse. Um, just ba- I don't have confirmed or anything, but just based on all interactions, interviews, we're getting a lot of insight right now during this period, which has been interesting. Right, is they're doing a lot of interviews, and probably one of the biggest sorts of in- interviews right now is this the new Sirius XM radio, DMB Radio, which we can hit on in a bit, but. Um, you know, we're just getting insight from all the different man, band members and not just Dave's perspective. We're getting some of the other people's band perspective, too. And I've just gotten the sense now that um, Rashawn and Dave um, are kind of gelling from it from that perspective. And Rashawn is a bigger influence. I don't know if he's bigger than anybody else, but I, in my opinion, I think so um, as to what's influencing Dave's taste and influencing some of the direction Dave is going in. Well, to to that to the the point about the tour though, and and people grumbling, have you have you sensed that there is a a concern about variety of the sets? Every single year, it is at least a a, a minor well or well discussed point. Whether it's well taken or rooted in any kind of factual basis, there seems to be some grumbling this year about setless variety. Mm-hmm. Um, and one could argue that. Every year that the band keeps touring, and every year they put an album out, or ha- thus have a larger catalog, the potential for that gripe is greater because now you've got a bigger pool of songs that aren't being played every year. So right. statistically, I think there's a lot of arguments to be made there. But you know, in terms of band familiarity with certain songs, um, just because Spotlight's one of the songs that is in their catalog doesn't mean it should be played necessarily either. Or can yeah. be realistically expected to be thrown into the people. Mix. People, yeah, yeah. Right. Yep. So, are you are you hearing anything? You know, given that you you know you got your hand on the pulse of the, the, the tour out there and seeing talking to people at tailgates. What are you what are you hearing? Um, I'm, I haven't heard that. I mean, I have heard it and I hear it, but it's no more. You always hear it during the tours. Everyone's all, there's always somebody always saying, "I wish we can get more variety." I don't know if I've ever heard like I'm loving the variety. I don't think that's uh, happened. In God, a let long me pause time. right there. Okay. Was it the beginning of fifteen 
the two sets tour is 14, right? There was two years of two sets, um, oh. and that would have been probably 14 and 15. So, remember, I don't think it was 16. It wasn't, I don't think it was their last tour. But, right. um, remember for like the first 15 shows of the tour, they broke out a super rare tune every show? Right. Not super rare. It, it was definitely a song that maybe most, maybe with some liberations, yes, each each time, yes. There uh, yeah, liberations. I remember super being rare. Really... I would say rare. I wouldn't necessarily call liberation super rare. Well, I found it exciting. You know, you especially when you're watching a lot of the stuff from home. You know, the couch tour, and you just generate a certain feeling about tours. And some of them are kind of beloved, and some of them are kind of. Um, I don't have a good feeling reading the set lists this year. And I'm one sweet world's a great song, and I like it, but enough. And, and and it's not fair to the song. And in a bubble, in a vacuum, it's not that I don't like the song or when they play it live. But yeah. my opinion, the variety is lacking. And statistically, at this point, uh, there are some concerns when you look at the frequency of the songs being played. Meaning what? You're seeing you're seeing more. You're seeing songs that are being played more frequently. Yeah. Or... So so on ants, we have what's called the rarity index, right? So. An overall rarity is this. The first time a song is played live is is a marker. From that point, it counts how many shows have been played since that song's debut live. It then tell the rarity of that song overall tells me how frequently is that song played since its debut. So if it's rarity overall rarity index is fifty, that means since that song was first played live, one out of every two shows that show that song shows up. I mean fifty is an ex- extraordinarily high range. I don't think anything is overall 50 that's not brand new. Um, We also break that down to tour rarity. So inside each tour, we calculate, not since it was first played, but overall. So if there were 50 shows played in the tour and the song was played five times that tour, it would have a tour rarity of 10%. And what we like to do is then compare that to overall to say, okay, this song was played less than it is historically played this tour, or this song was played more frequently this tour than its overall historical average. It's kind of uh, it's kind of nerdy, but I like that. Yeah. So, okay. But for when talking about this tour, you're probably more focused than on the tour rarity, which is how frequent is a song happening in a tour. In this tour. And, right. And a lower number would mean that you know, it's it's not happening that often. A higher number means it's happening. So if it was a fifty percent, if it was a fifty tour rarity, fifty means it's happening every other night. Yep. And, and Matt uh, Matt Vols on Facebook, he's kind of jumping me a little bit, but but it's a good point. He said, "Can't you put the lack of variety on getting Buddy acclimated to the catalog?" You know what? <laughs> it's just, that was just a suggestion here in Club Wasted too. You know what? Then give me a discount. Then I don't care. <laughs> I really why don't do care. Ever, why is there got to be a discount? And and somebody said, and someone said this. On, on, and it was a fantastic point. And one of the threads on the, on, the, on the Ants message boards, these are professional musicians. How long does it take to warm up? And the answer is, from people who musicians who have chimed in, you can warm this up fairly quickly. There's no excuse that they've played like 63 songs so far through however how many dates they've played. It's a really bad look. And well, I, I, but what does that really mean? The 63, like what's a good number? I, you know, if we get... So how can we determine is there any statistical way to determine is there variety more this tour than other tours so what so what i did 
was I went back to um, the 2012 tour, the the uh, the last album tour, which was uh, Away from the World. And I so that's kind of similar to this year because we're kind of considering this an album tour with Come Tomorrow, right? And you've got now now. The 2018 tour is going to be at a disadvantage right now because the entire tour is not done yet, right? So there's still a chance for them. Let's say they go and they start play, they start mixing it up, and the shows that they've played up to this point, the songs they stop playing them and they mix in a whole. Uh, let's, let's be real. <laughs> there's the tour. There's no indication that the tour is. We have a lot of shows in here at this point. When I mean, you look at the history of the band, usually the most variety happens in that first half, and then they kind of settle into what they're going to do songs they like for the it's year usually yeah. what those yeah. usually the way it's weird like a couple years like beach ball would come out for like the first three shows and then it would not get played the rest of the tour and you'd be like you had to go to texas the opening shores to hear beach ball and it's like they practiced it played it and then it never never made back because either they didn't like it or wasn't staying fresh right. but yeah you're right I right. mean, there is that there is that effect but but i will admit that this tour is not over yet and therefore, right. the numbers that we have so far are just numbers so far. And those averages can come down if they introduce different songs from here on out. But sure. but let's let's just... Did you mean to say here on out? I, I, as I was saying it, I realized what was going on. <laughs> so, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to... And this doesn't matter what show I look at here. Um, because the tour rarity is not... It doesn't matter what show you look at in the tour. It's going to give you the tour rarity anyway. Because the whole, all the shows that tour, I, I'm doing this through DMB Hub, by the way. That's the, basically how you're doing it. I'm going to any show in 2012. Uh, I'm going to go to like uh, Night Tour of the Gorge, right? September 1st, 2012. If you tap on the song, you get context on the song, and then you can swipe through and look. So I'm going to read you. And, the, well, before you read us, yeah. Well, go ahead. You're going to re- you're going to read us tour rarities. The tour rarities of the the 18 songs played at Night Tour of the Gorge. And so you've already looked at this. What kind of things are we going to be listening for when you're reading through this? Like, do you have what is your what is your your theory at this point? So let's say a song has a tour rarity of eighteen or nineteen or twenty percent. That means that that song was played once out of every five shows that tour. Okay, decent variety. Okay, if they're not every you know, five. If yeah, it's I fifty, mean, that means every other night that sh- song showing up. Okay. If it's if it's more than fifty, so, then, yeah. So you, th- the, the the what we want to demonstrate is that the the back in two thousand twelve, the number the the rarity and how often the song was played was lower. It was one every whatever well, five nights or whatever. More songs and, have and, lower tour rarities, and then that this year. More songs have really high numbers. So being played more frequently. Right, which which indicates lower variety. Now, this is, again, a okay. small sample in terms of my example here. Sure. But I'm just taking, taking, throwing a dart at the wall. So seven, tour rarity, 47. The Stone, 9%. Squirm, 23. Alligator Pie, 7. Crush, 40. Spaceman, 30. Mercy seventy, and remember, album tour. That kind of stuff is okay and to be expected. Yeah, well, that's why we're using this year is because yep. it's an album tour to be closest to apples to apples. Out of my hands, thirty-five. Hands of God, nine. Nancy's twenty-one. Warehouse, nineteen. Just for the record, I like those nineteen numbers. Those are good. That means you essentially have five full sets of shows, songs worth played. You know, um, right. Crash nine. Jimmy forty-two. Every day, 14. Time Bomb, 23. Two Step, 37. Some Devil, 2. 
Ants Marching, 28. So you have Mercy that's so sitting wait, at 70. So I heard like two numbers in the 40s, I think, and one number in the in 70s. Mercy was 70s. Right, right. And everything else was either 30s or lower. There were yep. a couple nines. Yep. Okay. Yep. So let's go to this year. And let's grab the last show. Let's grab Summerfest. Okay. You want right. to grab night two, night one of Chicago? Does it matter? Um, let me think here. Like, which one? Do... Now, I have not looked at those specifically. Well, I would say Milwaukee seems like a pretty representative show. Okay. Okay. So, uh, again and again, 27. Satellite, 59. Hello again, 32. Here on out, 5, of course. Lionel Graves, 18. Virginia in the Rain, 9. Song that Jane likes, 36. Samurai Cop, 95. You Might Die (laughs) Trying, 36. Warehouse, 55. Can't Stop, 55. You and Me, 50. That on the album, by the way. You and Me, 50. 41, 59. So Right, 18. Sister, 32. Come On, Come On, 27. Don't Drink, 50. Cornbread, 14. So Much, 18. Bayou, 77. Jimmy, 41. (laughs) Wow. So I just counted nine, I think, that were in the 40s or higher. There was a number that were in 50s, but I think I counted nine in that case that were nearly every other show. And then you can take those numbers and then sprinkle in the fact that Samurai Cop was played at both nights of Chicago. Yeah, that's, I mean, no, you got I, that with Mercy. I mean, Mercy, sometimes that happened. I mean, I, I'm not happy about no, it. No, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. Funny the way it is, we played at every single show in 2009. I, you're, that's not, I mean, maybe that's not a great example. Yeah, it, it if just, you're playing um, Side of the Road every oh. every night, um, yes, that was a little You know annoying. what, I'm putting together uh, a DMB Hub stub for that. Heard <laughs> Road got, three times. Oh, side of the road, Danny Barnes. But again, um, here we are, Joe. And why am I seeing soft? I think you, you don't don't even throw Samurai Cop in it. Okay, because I think that hurts out. your. I think that hurts your argument. And okay. I think, yeah, I mean, Warehouse and Satellite are both over fifty percent. I think you just said there. They don't. Um, they have and right. you and me. You and me, which isn't even 50%. you know. It's yep. I, it's a lot of Crash, a lot of Satellite, a lot of you and me. Which, if you're going to pick one of those slower songs, um, of the, all of the slower songs, I guess, in the catalog, those are the popular ones. Yep. And that's what's kind of making probably the shows feel better is, of the song selection, there are crowd favorites. There are live favorites. Um, and so there's, you know, you're not necessarily, when you're at the show, you're not really complaining about that. Because people enjoy singing along to those their friends that maybe don't go to shows know that know that song so they can relate and they they feel like they're participating um but it is surprising that those those three songs are in the 50s yeah warehouse and, and again warehouse, matt ball says fun, we're going to so complain like it, about but... warehouse being overplayed and here we are yeah. <laughs> is people are critical thinking folks we're not picking on specific songs we're talking about general variety so if they play Seek Up at all the so- all the shows, I'm not going to complain because I want to hear it. But overall, the variety is the point we're making here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get good good point. Where we're, where this this to- this topic right now is just talking variety, not necessarily we've changed subjects. Just how great the shows are. It's just what should we expect from variety. We we have these what we've gotten from variety from past album tours. Um, clearly, twenties twenty percent, maybe some thirties. And this album tour, we're seeing more 40s, 
fifties. Um, so not as much variety. So, so there are obviously people who are still loving this, um, and, and having a loving good time out there. Can you don't, don't care about variety. You're saying, yeah, well, the, the, yeah, they're still enjoying the tour. I, so gorge coming up. I, uh, don't care if, if I never saw a show, this tour, it wouldn't mean one thing to me and call me a hater, say what you want, but. I started a site that has 260,000 members. We've been running it for 16 years. I'm not a hater, man. I put thousands of hours into DB Hub, into the podcast, into the server. I'm not a hater. I want this band to rock. But they're doing nothing out there that wants that, that makes me want to get on a plane or get in a car or sleep overnight in a tent or sleep next to Joe. They're, no, they're doing nothing <laughs> that want, this makes me want to do that. There might have been past years that all of those changed and flipped. If DMB can make, convince you to sleep next to me, man, DMB is doing something pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I'm looking forward to seeing you and our friends and hanging out. But sure. if you know, I it wanna... does hurt for. I mean, it would be interesting. Uh, I don't think that would tell us very much. I was thinking of like um, multi-night variety. Um, but I bet you that they've. I think they've done pretty good for multi-night. Yes, you brought up Samurai Cop. Um, there haven't been a ton of repeats between between nights. So, but, oh, but I would say Summerfest, night one Chicago, night two Chicago. You go to that third night, and you're probably going to get most of the songs from the previous two nights are going to make. It up was that a debate at the tailgate. Actually, um, would they treat? Would Dave treat night three? Excuse me, as a as a would they treat Milwaukee as a night three, or would they treat Milwaukee as a standalone show? And I kind of referred back to it was another point earlier in the tour where they played Syracuse, Detroit, Cincinnati. Bang, bang, bang. One, two, three. And if I recall right, I mean, th- those three shows did a great job of not really overlapping. Which across is those. weird. Those are shows. I wouldn't that? consider those to be neighbors at all. No, not neighbors at all. I mean, it's that's some serious driving. I think that's like Syracuse to Detroit. That's a good Oh, I don't that's, know, seven that's, hours. Yeah, that, that's hours, that's yeah. that that's not even in the in the order. And then another four or five down to Cincinnati. So I mean, not this is not two nights in one city and then a two hour drive to Milwaukee. Um, so I was kind of like, yeah, they're gonna, probably going to consider Milwaukee a night three, um, but they they didn't in this case, and I'm not really sure why. I mean, I enjoyed the show, but um, it probably would have been a pretty interesting set list if they considered it a night three because there wouldn't have been some some of those repeats. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, right now it see, it feels like there are three shows worth of materials being rotated every night. Is yep. that that's what it feels like to me? And with this band's catalog only getting larger with every album, and it, that's the thing, they're not playing nine Come Tomorrow songs either. Yeah, that's the other point. Is they're playing about four to five Come Tomorrow songs every night? So what about yep. the other fifteen or sixteen? Man, you've got a large pool of songs to fill that. And and yeah. some people have said, Buddy's got to come up to speed. You know what? Get ahead of time and practice more. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't think that's. I mean, Buddy's been pretty stellar. Um, and I'm not knocking Buddy. Yeah, I, no. You're, I, I'm just commenting to the to the, the theory out there that the reason is because of Buddy. I don't think it's Buddy. I mean, that the Buddy is a talented musician. He could fill in any any way he wanted to at any time. They can just go break out a new song and it'll add to it. He does. It's not Buddy. Um, Dave is on bait making set list based on Buddy. But there saying, hey, is Buddy, more, uh, did you there, learn any new songs today that we could add? Uh, there's I more mean. stress on him, though, right? Because, I mean, without Boyd there, 
Buddy's got to pick yeah, up more. Sl- he could blend. If, if- actually, the horns have been picking up a lot of Boyd parts. It ha- you know, okay. it hasn't been the keys picking up. Um, Boyd, Boyd has picked up. I mean, Buddy has picked up. Excuse me. Oh, geez. Um, Buddy has picked up uh, the orchestra parts from the Come Tomorrow songs. But those, you know, those aren't really Boyd parts. Um, right. You know, the string parts from that. There are so no Boyd parts. I-, I don't think that's the reason. <laughs> And again, we're again we're just talking variety now. We're not talking about show quality. You know, variety. Some people do rate that as part of how do they determine show quality. And obviously, variety means more to us that follow the band or interested in multiple where the band's shows. going. Multiple people that go to multiple shows, especially people that go to like a weekend. Uh, you know, at say uh, Chicago or or SPAC or somewhere, and then do another weekend. They want that weekend to be this. Then the second weekend they go to to be different you know feel like they're, they're gonna get something different so that's what this really matters i don't know what what else do you think we can we can take from if they if this is for in true lack of variety it's only one it's only two to three shows of variety um what else does that say other than the buddy thing i don't know I, i'm finding it weird when we put the show recap in every night and it gets pushed to the hub and it goes yeah. out to twitter and facebook and i'm like i'm picking out well they played Seek Up for the first time this tour. That's the highlight in terms of what you what you single out about the show. That's a pretty good highlight. What's wrong with that highlight? Why should it be the highlight? What? What? Do you, give me an example highlight that you would like to see. Oh, I I think uh, you know a new cover would be cool, and not, obviously not every night, but like a, a, an actual liberation, and not a song that you know you put on the shelf inexplicably. Uh, you know, 2016, every night, a, sh- a song that hasn't been played yet. They could do that four tours over at this point and still have stuff to play. Right. Uh, I-, I don't know. No, that's, I mean, that's a good point. Yeah, I, and there is, there's, there's, and, no, there's, there's plenty of variety. If, but so, what, so what does it mean that we don't get it? Oh, I, I mean. Does it just mean that um, the days of a travel those that want variety and a traveling fan that goes to maybe two weekends. I fear um, that might be the case. That might just not be, you know, again, we talked about the friends thing, but if we take, take the friends thing out of it, you're, you're not going to do it for show motivation reasons anymore. No. And I think those, those days might be over. And, you know, it'd be one thing if they were, weren't responding to the concern because they're aware of it certain band members are out there defending and saying, oh, we're working hard and practicing and we're having, we're, we're working harder than ever. And I got to be honest, that is complete lip service. Show me one tangible bit of information or evidence that, that indicates that that's true. I, I, yeah, I mean, I don't have the hard evidence. I do know the band started doing rehearsal rooms as of, um, few years ago and i thought there was a big change when they started setting up rehearsal rooms and they practiced on a a regular basis uh, via rehearsal room i thought i think that's good so i know they practice that again i don't have hard evidence any any hard data that the number has gone up this year more than others um i don't think the band's lying i i know you know that was a couple band members comments um to some to some user comments I would have to agree with them. I, I don't think they're lying to say that they're just making up that they're spending more time and working harder than ever now. I don't, I don't think they would lie and make that up. So I mean, what's I so hard about are. playing satellite for the thirteenth time? What are they yeah, that's practicing? Not hard. That's not hard. What are they practicing? They're practicing all their songs. I mean, they did take a year off. 
They didn't take a year off. I mean, that that that, that has to set you back somewhere. Hmm. Hmm. If you, if 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 I I played Seek Up twelve months ago, okay, I I might might come back to me a little bit easier than if I played Seek Up twenty four months ago. I'm I'm trying to to give you an answer because I'm asking myself this is probably a question you wanna you wanna know the answer to and probably everybody else who's listening to me whine is it what would make you happy Matt it's probably it's probably it's a valid question right well, well we, there's nothing come on we never can make Matt happy no there's always going to be something more I mean I'm trying I want to know the answer to that question what, what would make me feel good it, and it's a lot of little things so already you know the unhappiness with the album and the perception that the tour is going through the motions and then you get these little bits of information like Dave's interviews the magazine article with 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 what was it vulture or whatever where basically he's like given the fans who care about this place the finger and right. it, it, and maybe you could certainly defend anything he says and say no that's not what he meant that's not what I mean perception is often reality fair or not and just you get this feeling like he just doesn't care and so, am I supposed in, to? I mean, in that interview, uh, and I think the way that this album was recorded, you know, um, as as kind of more of an individual event versus a group oh. event. Oh yeah, Th- those things, yes. But it is not the case if you again if you go to a live show, he cares. The band definitely cares. I don't know what this. Maybe it's some kind of like dual personality thing, or in the moment you're there. But then, you know, come the month before a tour, you're kind of like, Ugh, I got to go out on tour. I want to go do other things for the summer. Maybe that's when he's down on it. But when he's in the moment, when he's when he went to the party, like, I, was, I got invited to a birthday party. I really didn't want to go. Then I went to the birthday party. And I was like, you know what? This is actually kind of fun. I'm having mm-hmm. a good time now that I came. And that's the only thing I can think of because they are having fun. Dave is having fun on stage. That's, it's without a doubt. And other other band members. How are you feeling? Pops out. It doesn't there. match that. It doesn't match that article. Are people psyched? Uh, are are you are things getting reactions the same way? Uh, just at at a live show. Uh, yeah. Um, you know the one I'm the one I'm stuck on. I think I mentioned it. Ants is to, for me is just not cutting it. Um, you know the, the I don't know that everybody realizes, but that doesn't get the same reaction. I notice people calm down during ants now, where before they would just be jumping around for the the full extent of it. Um, but otherwise, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. Maybe I need more exa- more more specific, but um, yeah, people are excited when when songs still come on that are you know a little bit a little bit different. I mean, mm-hmm. people, you know, we, warehouse, let's just do that example, which is, you know, I, I'm blending the two con, con these two concepts again, which is dangerous because I, people can't seem to separate this <laughs> again. But when warehouse comes on and yes, it, the variety is low. It's been played every other show, 50% of the time, whatever of the tour. Um, people are excited for warehouse. They have a fun, they, they, they're, they're excited to hear warehouse. Um, I love warehouse. So in that sense, that's the yeah. thing. So I'm not complaining. That's I want. I want to try to be consistent here, right? Yes, yeah. it's been played. Like I said, I'm, I'm blending two topics, which we're trying to separate. But absolutely, uh, yeah. Because I mean, I'm going to be happy if we hear Warehouse. I am. Right. But I also don't want to say, well, that works for me, so I'm happy. I'm trying to look at it from an objective, you know. Uh, right. Uh, general variety. Yeah. Yeah, I want to. I want to. You know, I, I want to say, oh, I got something special or something unique happened at my show, and when we don't, when you don't, when you when you go spend a bunch of money on going to two night shows and maybe excuse me even traveling for those shows you can't walk away with like go you come back to your friends and say oh how was the weekend and you're like 
Oh yeah, they played um, all the songs that they played, you know, at Camden, or they played they played all the same songs that they played at New Hampshire. They can't come back and say, oh, they had a guest, or they played a new cover, or you know, these two or three things. I feel like people judge how their the shows were just on what is some of the unique stuff, regardless on of a lot of other things. It could have been all great, amazing things if they played all songs that had been played on other weekends. And you didn't get anything unique in there. I think some people would be like eh, a little let down. I mm. could have just went to the Camden show and I heard everything there. Why did I go do another weekend? Well, I feel like maybe ticket prices have been adjusted to make up for the people who now do not add additional shows. Whereas there was a very real phenomenon in the 2000s or late 90s. You know, they would play something really crazy, and guess what? The ticket sales of that next show pop because people want to yeah. try to catch that rarity. Like I went to MCI in 2002 because. Uh, um, the James Brown thing. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah nice. that was the worst show I'd ever been to. But, <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah. He still uh, added it. But, here, but, I mean, you've got you've got people, and somebody pointed out, Dave just is playing what he He doesn't care about pleasing people. Well, you know what? You're a performance artist. Part of yeah. your career is pleasing people. And it doesn't mean you should have to do what everybody wants to you to do. It doesn't have to. It doesn't have to be. No. I mean, you could choose the path of that if you want. You could just be an artist that does art that you like, and potentially nobody's gonna like it. And right. Right. And I think not. you. I think you're seeing. I think you're seeing attendance numbers drop because of that attitude. Yeah. I, I, I don't think. I don't think uh, Dave or the band is of the opinion we're gonna do our art our way, regardless of what we think opinion is. I think they, I think they take factor in opinion. And this, this is, this, this band is a machine. It is a business. It is actually, it is supplying the livelihood of a lot, a large number of individuals, crew, staff, management, others. I mean, the, I remember one year when the band was first thought they were going to take the tour off, you know, that we have rumors, you know, maybe unconfirmed or whatever, but that, the band went and did a, a, a corporate event, a, a corporate paid event, and took all that money from the corporate event to help pay for paid the crew. That's right to make up to make up for them not doing not having um, worked that year, not going to work the following year, not do as many shows. I, they are very conscious of making sure this machine keeps running, and the people that are close to them and they very much value their crew that they are you know taken care of. I think that is conscious of them, so they wouldn't go pick do something. That would just tank the, this machine, this business, just for the art, just for the art of it, just because we, we this is this is the way we want to do it. I think there there is a level of pleasing in there. Hmm. No, it's it's interesting. I, I I don't know if we'll ever get to the bottom of it, but maybe maybe after they're long gone, some tell all or. I'm looking forward to the tell all. There's not a happening. There's not a tell all, man. That's like the, the story that never had an ending. Like we never got to. It's. Was that TV show Lost or whatever? I didn't really watch it, but didn't it just end like without without any like giving you any information? This band is just... definitely making it up as they go along. If you want to draw that <laughs> parallel, <laughs> a lot of loose ends. I'm hoping I'm gonna there's gonna be some 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 finale or some closings right. to some of these open threads. I know. Can how, I what can I give really a total non sequitur and a little shout out? If you are if you What's grew that? up in the '80s, if you are a, if you are a fan of the Karate Kid movies, like you grew up watching that. You need to watch Cobra Kai, the show on YouTube TV. You have to. You have to. You're Never welcome. Heard of it. By the way, everybody who hasn't and they're going to go look at it now, you're all welcome because you're going to thank. You're going to be like that Yeti man. He was on it. Trust me. Uh, go watch Cobra Kai. 
All right. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I never watched the old show. What, what, what show, if you're a fan of what again? The, the Karate, Karate Kid, Kid, Joe? I did watch The Karate Kid. Really? I, I said, I know I did. I watched it. I watched it. Yeah? Who's the, who's, the, who's his uh, sensei's name? <sighs> I don't know. Oh. I, don't know the names. I remember what he looks like. and. Mr. Miyagi, that's right. I have to reconsider <laughs> my friendship decisions. I know Mr. Miyagi wax on, wax off. Oh, oh yeah. They've shown you cue cards back there behind the camera. No, they didn't, they didn't tell me that one. They didn't tell me that one. It's been a long time since I've seen it, though. Anyway, you just made me think of TV when you talked about Lost, so. Yeah. Hey, how do you spell Miyagi? <laughs> funny, funny. We're not even going to go with that. Okay, with that, we're going to take a really quick break. We've been at it for almost 50 minutes here. We're, when we come back, we're going to talk about DMB Radio, man. DMB Radio. And uh, guess what? The Heartbreak Kid, he's making his move in the setless game. <laughs> so we'll be right back. Welcome back. Thanks for bearing with us on that brief break. Um, Joe was just stuffing his face uh, in between in the break for those who are listening after the fact here on the podcast. So that was Joe's snack break. He was getting angry. He got his little beef stick and beer. and Cheese curds. Cheese curds. He's definitely in Wisconsin, if you didn't know, if you didn't already know that. Uh, I'm jealous, I'll admit. Yeah. So uh, other news this week, what, on, uh, well, yesterday, right? Yesterday, uh, DMB Radio kicked off. Yep. Channel 3 on Sirius XM. I think it's like 716 on the app, something like that. I'm sure you could probably search by the name. Yep. Uh, but yeah, Channel 3 is live on DMB Radio, so um, people are already uh, hammering away for it to become permanent, but uh, they seem to be 
they seem to be uh, sticking to it by the end of the month. They will be switching it back to, I don't know what it was. People are complaining who liked the channel that it was, <laughs> that it got oh, moved. Oh, really? Oh, it's funny. Somebody on the Ants forum was was talking about it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let you talk, and I'm going to see if I can find it. Yeah, I mean, it's cool. I, I mean, we had heard rumblings that DMB Radio was uh, maybe going to come back. This is not the first time they've done it. They've done the radio uh, two other times, and they've both been you know related to album releases so it's not that foreign and we've seen a lot of things happening with dmv and sirius xm with you know we did the, they did the album preview the track by track commentary did you find it yeah what is it so the poor sirius xm they're actually they're actually uh responding and they're responding yeah so so hunter at hunter hastings says when will it be back in the car nobody wants to hear whatever it is you changed it to and Sirius has said that it's going to run through July 31st. And then they say, hey, Chris, it can be heard on our web player and the app on Channel 3. And then can Venus – so apparently there's some channel called Venus that people really love. And whoever oh, – it, it, seem, oh, it yeah. seems to be like this diagram that if you love Venus, you hate Dave Matthews Band. Oh, it's like the perfect – like oh. couldn't be more opposite. Oh, so these are good. So so Damy G says, what did you do? What happened to Venus? What is this hot garbage DMV radio and why? <laughs> Way to add to my already bad day. After 6.5 years, think I'll have to finally cancel my subscription. Hashtag, where's my music? And then so, then they respond. They go, hi there. Venus can still be heard on streaming channel three. And then she starts off, not the same. <laughs> wow. That's one. Wow. And then Ben Andrews says, not cool replacing Venus with stupid ass DMV. Not worthy of a Channel 3 high ranking. Belongs in the 100s. <sighs> That's hilarious. Uh, Chad Spellman says, WTF are you doing getting rid of Sirius XM Venus? One of the best channels you had. Dave Matthews Band is terrible. <laughs> I never heard of Venus. I mean, I'm not a Sirius XM no, person, but no, I mean, me I've either. heard of some of the other. Like, obviously, Jam On and Fish yeah. Radio and some of those other ones. I mean, um, that's have that's good stuff years. right there. Yeah. <laughs> I, I can't believe that people are that upset. It's, uh, that's crazy. They're melting. Well, they're melting. They're melting. Um, yeah, so it's exciting that it's back. And, you know, as you mentioned, it's here for a month, which is uh, nice. It's even longer than I think some of the other ones. Used to, it was a week for for the first time they did it. And maybe, I can't remember now, two weeks or maybe a month for the, the second time they did it. So that's awesome. But the thing that's new this time is they're going to uh, live broadcast from the show um for the Friday show, then the Friday shows for the next, uh, the next four weeks, right? Um, that's right. Every Friday night cool. show with in the, in July, in July. So that's pretty cool. That's it's a nice, very treat. cool. And I mean, it continues on where they already streamed uh, that Camden show right on YouTube. They did the, they did the yeah, video. So the YouTube they did, yeah, as a, like a come tomorrow release, like thank you. They streamed a live show, right? Which I watched that. It was awesome. Um, it was. High definition, which is great because yep. you know we don't have a lot of ways of getting high definition. We only got um, like one Blu-ray that's actually high definition, like actual true high definition. Um, so that was cool. It was like a stereo mix. Like the audio was really cool. It was a stereo mix, uh, which I thought was awesome. And I think at least as, as of like last week when I looked, it's still up there to view. Like I thought maybe they just stream it and maybe you get like an extra day or something to watch. Oh, I think they want the ad revenue in the meantime. Oh really? That's my guess. Nice. Ad revenue is that worth it? 
Uh, I mean, I don't know. It's not I, like they have anything to lose by I taking mean, it down. But. When you've got as many subscribers as they do, like I know yeah. YouTube makes it where if you don't have so many subscribers or views, you don't make oh. anything. Um, yeah. Like us, we have you like can't, three you can't live. You can't actually live stream on YouTube unless you have certain subscribers, certain activity. Like you can't use that live stream function. Oh, we couldn't. Um, I, back when we first researched it, um, yeah, you had to. And and Jeff Coffin, I think, had some issue about this too, where Jeff asked for some additional subscribers and some additional views because if you don't maintain it was so, you know a thousand views a month right. and X number of subscribers, you don't, you're not part of their paid program. And I don't oh. think you can use the live streaming function. Google uh, is the worst. We had researched. Google is the worst. And people who don't know YouTube is owned by Google. And, mm. uh, just so y'all know, if you ever have problems with Google and you need to contact someone like a human being, they will not get, you can't reach anybody. You can't, they ignore emails. Do, do any human people work there, or is it just? Is it just they say, they claim to have a hundred thousand employees, but I don't I don't oh, think wow. any of them are human. I really don't. It, they're uh, so they're all working on the they're all working on the autonomous car. They're they're busy on that. Yeah, whatever they're busy with, it's not helping people. So you know, people who cry for Android understand that not only do I not yeah. have time, but if I run into problems, Google will give me the nice big digital finger. Uh, not interested. Right. Not well, I don't think that's the reason they left the stream up there. It's cool that they did. So check out the stream if you can get it. I think it's up right, there. Right, we but, digress. You know, yeah, good show, <laughs> decent thing. And that started with that. And then, yeah, now DMB Radio, we're going to get four more awesome, probably quality yeah. um, you know, uh, audio. So uh, that's pretty sweet. Do you think I'm there's any – do you think there's any – like let's tie into our variety. Do you think there's any – Indication? Do you think it'll affect at all the chance of certain song, whatever? Is a set list going to be impacted by the fact that they're streaming four shows? Because let's say the let's say take any given four shows, the overlap so far has been pretty great. Yep. But now that they, you know, we've got a preset four shows coming up. You've already streamed one. Do you think the set list will be impacted at all because of that? Won't even think about it. I don't even know if they, they'll even really remember. <laughs> they didn't know. I, I don't – I mean, I don't think they know. It was interesting. Like Camden Night 2, which was the stream, right, um, didn't even mention at all about the stream. I don't think. I'm trying to remember. But I, I don't think he said even like – and 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 hi to everybody that's watching online. I think, you're, online. Right. I think you know, you're right. I, I don't recall that. If it was, it was very fast. I mean, um, the, 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 as, as cool as it is for hardcore fans, DMB Radio is actually not – even though it may, doesn't seem to make sense, I don't think DMB Radio is not for hardcore fans. Get, putting, a, putting a channel on Sirius is not to, to, to benefit the hardcore fans, to pull into more people into the band who might not be hardcore fans. So, yeah, I, I don't think it'll matter either. At least not this version of DMB Radio. I think there could be – a DMB version, a version of DMB radio that could be tailored to a really hardcore. I mean, who, why would you do that? Hey, hardcore fans would love it. Um, there is a version that could exist on that. I don't think that is. And that kind of goes into, you know, I, I haven't gotten a chance to listen to a ton of it yet, right? It's only been one day and I did listen to the preview, uh, some of the preview shows. Yeah. Um, you know, my initial feelings so far is, you know, seems like a lot of standard tracks. Like I haven't heard anything that was like, whoa, um, it's been a lot of just releases that, uh, tr- live tracks that have been part of live releases like Red Rocks or, um, Chicago or yeah. something like that. And there's actually been a lot of just songs that have been from studio albums. They're just playing the album version. Um, you know, not even like a, a live version. So 
you know, I was like, okay, there's that. And then, you know, they have so they do try to mix it up with some quote unquote I'll call band adjacent songs. So they're kind of somewhat related to the band. Either, you know, it's somebody that's guested or one of the band members has said something that they're really interested in right cool. now. So they play Yeah. So you get a, it's not just only D and B, you get to you get to mix mix it up with some band adjacent things, but there hasn't been like anything like you said, maybe a hardcore person would be like, oh my gosh, this is from... Yeah, and if they're targeting hardcores, that helps satellite radio more than it helps DMB. True. Right, so I don't think there's a lot of incentive That's a good point. That's a really, actually, it's interesting from a business perspective. If you want to get more subscribers, you could tap into the hardcore fans by offering... But what does DMB... that's probably what the... Yeah, what does DMB gain from that, though? Nothing, really, unless they get a piece of the subscriber. Yeah, I I don't know how the collaboration works between the two companies. Yeah. there's if there's money exchanged uh between yeah, it'd be notes. interesting it'd be interesting um but you know we'll see I, I think the live tracks are awesome uh the live show excuse me um it, and the other thing that's been really cool and probably the best thing about it all is they have interviewed each band member i think they did it at camden they had the crew was out in camden they're interviewing people in the lots and they also interviewed the band members and at least in the preview they've they've provided some of those interviews and there's already some pretty interesting insight i haven't listened to all of them there's even like extended cuts of some of the song song um track by track commentary that dave did and there's some extended extended cuts of that so i think that's probably for a hardcore fan that's probably maybe the most interesting thing is some of those interviews like hearing from buddy um that's that's our first chance hearing from buddy um for the most part um then hearing from timmy you know timmy doesn't do a ton of interviews um so it's cool to hear hear from him and then obviously we're sean jeff are on there and carter was e- even talking so um I think that's the best part is is getting those interviews, and they did play a lot of them as part of the preview. It was a two hour preview show, but uh, maybe there's maybe there's more to uh, to come with that. Um, get some in- interesting intel into where the band is right now. I think like one of the things I said was, Buddy recorded his part for the album just from his house. He he recorded what he, what he was doing and he just sent it in. He he did it from his PJs. He said, um, "Oh, that's awesome," which was interesting and. Um, you know, supposedly, I guess one of the parts of that was is Rashawn had to convince Dave for keys. I didn't hear that interview, so I I, I I did hear part of the Rashawn interview. I didn't hear that part. I know that Rashawn recommended Buddy, um, but I didn't hear that he 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 really pushed for keys. So I don't know. There's, I think that's probably the most telling will be will be some of those interviews. I guess we'll see. I uh, what the next the next show is that is their next show, isn't it? Friday is is. Uh... The first street yeah. and their next show after a little bit of a week off. Yeah, so they have this little holiday period off. They just completed a three-show run with Chicago, Chicago, Milwaukee. And then um, coming up here, they got two nights at Deer Creek, and one of which will be the first one will be the stream, like you mentioned. Um, and then Tuesday will be in Toronto, Wednesday, Ottawa. So a, that's kind of a nice treat. Uh, don't normally get Ottawa. Mm-hmm. And then they're doing a, th- a three-night thing again with two nights back friday saturday and then quebec on sunday so that's they're they're about to make um a serious run of shows here so they probably could use this uh this week off that they have for the holiday well i think this uh this week is also um extremely critical for those who play the setless game right Mm. i mean this this the 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 pivot a big pivot yeah. It's it's been there's been a lot of movement because uh there were some really big gaudy numbers being thrown out there like north of 60 points. We're still getting the winners of these shows are still getting what high 40s most of the time. Um and right now uh LAA 1305 has opened up a 40 point lead 
on uh, on his next competitor. He's he's sitting after 22 shows at 702 points. Um, he's averaging 31.9 points a show. Uh, pretty good. Um, it's really good. And right behind him is cr- always great performer, Crash 1983, um, at 662. Yes. So here's the interesting. Here's one of the most interesting pieces that I like for the top from the top ten. Number four, M Mish 84, at 650 yeah. points. Missed a show. That's amazing. Number four, and they missed a show. That's pretty crazy. And here's the thing. If they if they scored on their average, which is 30.95 points a show, they still would only be in second place. They still would not overtake LAA because of the gap that they've opened up right now, the cushion that they have. I wonder what show he missed. I'm looking. He got Jiffy Lou. I was thinking if he missed Jiffy Lou Bristol, that might have been a good one to miss. <laughs> right. Uh, uh, um, but he actually played that one. So I'll have to look, uh, see which one he missed. But wow, that's um, that's impressive to be up there and have missing a show. Right. That's a really good. He's a, still has. It says average is still still not as good as LA's. And LA's played every one. It's not. Um, it's not. There's another one too. I think it's uh, shortly out of the top ten. Is uh, DMB fan 100, mm. and they're averaging. They have 631 points, so they might be like 11, and they uh, they have played 21 shows as well. That's that's impressive. Cheers to you for doing that for not getting the. Getting thrown off. It is. It is. Um, so I'm trying to think. I, I would, we're not going to go through all ten shows. I mean, it's just just too many since the last time for the yeah. for the setless game. But I, I apologies on that. Yes. Special uh, special mention. Um, I think we remember talking about our, our our buddy, the heartbreak kid, Tony B here, and he was down in the 40s and 50s and 60s. I, I, he was way down. Right. Uh, he's, he's number eight right now. He's top ten. Eight. He's broken eight. into the top ten. I mean, look out. If if you guys aren't looking in your rear view, if you're not looking we over your shoulder, started in like 150 with heartbreak. Heartbreak. If, if you're not hearing those footsteps from the hitman, it. it so what, what? How many points? So the winners at 702. The leaders at 702 right now. Yeah, heart, uh, heartbreak kid is uh, 63 points back. 63 points. Okay, but so, he's closing. I mean, to, and to and to his point, and he's in the Facebook right now. Anthony is is is. It's tough to catch up. Everybody, the the big gobs of points like the opener, everybody's getting them. Mm-hmm. So I mean, talk about someone who who has real reason to have beef with variety. <laughs> <laughs> the setless game players, Tony, heartbreak Tony B. Well, I mean, the leader LAA thirteen oh five has forty eight spots, forty eight songs spotted, which is astronomical. I mean, twenty two twenty two shows, he's averaging more than two spots a show. That's tough. That's a no big bonus movie. right there. Everyone's got about the same number of openers. Everyone's got about roughly the same number of closers. And so, even songs picked. They're all they're the lowest in the top ten is two thirty three and the highest yeah. is two fifty six. I mean that's well, not you a get big Jimmy in the closer. That 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 that's hard to that's hard to spot that. Yeah. But so forty eight spots picked for the leader. The Heartbreak Kid has thirty three. He's got fifteen fewer spots. That mm-hmm. right there, fifteen times six bonus uh, uh four bonus points. Right, so that's a, that's sixty points right there. There's your difference. There's your difference. Wow, one person spotted Jimmy closer. So gotta give a shout out. P bread two hundred one somehow spotted the closer and got the opener. Which okay, so we're saying maybe the opener wasn't. It was again and again. Two hundred thirty people got that, that right. One so that was that hard, but, player. But how did you get? Yeah, that's pretty pretty nice pick by spotting the closer of Jimmy. That is a that's, pessimistic that's dude. 
right there. <laughs> I wonder if Peabred 201 was at the show. He was like, I'm just putting it. If, if this doesn't happen, uh, okay, great, because I'm, I'm at the show. Well, but... yeah. That, you know what that's like? As a Jets fan, you bet against them. Yep. Because if you nine bet people, for them. Nine people somehow predicted here on out was going to be played, which that was – I mean that – it was really interesting was the Milwaukee show was – there was like two Dave solo songs here on out gets played fourth song in really early for all the rest of the members of the ba- of the band to like leave the stage, Tim and, and buddy stayed out, but everybody else, even Carter, like, you know, that's not, not easy for Carter to un- unhook everything, get off, right. the, get off there. And then sister and, and slung song 15 again, same thing. I was like, that's a Carter weird spot. that one, but two, two kind of, he wants, I'll again, I'll raise my hand. I love the variety. I'll take the variety. It's it's cool. It's different, especially for those of us following shows online and, and going to shows. Um, 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 realized, but just unique, uh, different, and uh, surprised nine people uh, uh, knew that was going to happen. Almost eight out of every ten players who played the setless game, nearly 80% spotted again and again in the opener. Wow. You know, what's been interesting, too, is that the, the number of songs has actually been trending down, I believe. Um yeah, which is not what I would have expected to do. Um, so I guess they're just playing some songs out a little bit more. I picking some longer ones. What's weird is, well, I don't really care about the number of songs either. I'm guessing you're the same way, just kind of pointing it out. But you look back in like 2000, and these guys were playing 14 songs a night. Yeah, I actually care now. I don't know. I mean, do I care? I, I mean, this is just my initial and, hot And take why? Is, because the variety is so low, the fewer songs that they play, the less chance that you get something unique is played. Yeah. I don't know. I just sometimes I look at look at, uh, look at at D&B Hub at the show, and I'm like, we're, we only, we got, we're 16 tracks in, and they're going to play the um, the set closer? I'm like, man, this is – I feel like I got robbed a couple songs, right. even though the time is there, the, the track. And – you know, I know this is contradictory in some ways to some of my other opinions, probably. But I don't know. My initial thought when I see that is like, man, I know other shows on this tour have had twenty-three songs. Um, why am I? Why you know? Why am I only getting uh, you know, twenty or nineteen songs? Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, you look at the length of the songs being played too, and you might get one, maybe two songs over ten minutes. That's a yeah. change too. You used to get four or five songs that would be eleven, twelve minutes long. And that makes a big difference too. Yep, um, it does. Yeah, and but, and and, that just, and people are overpicking on the setlist game. I yep. mean, nearly nearly the past ten or plus shows, people are the average is overpicking. There's only been one show, which was uh, Jiffy Lube, which okay, that one's it's penalties hurt. Everyone, everyone overpicked that one big penalties time. Penalties hurt. Um, yeah. You all do know who, who use uh, DMB Hub that you can share your results every every uh, game too. So uh, if you win, if you win, you'll see you get the pick'em badge right there. But uh, you can share out your your set list picks before the game, and you can share them out after too. Um, you can push those out to Twitter or Facebook or whatever, or just save it to your album. You called that. If you called something very uh, rare, then you called that it was going to happen. Or if you had a high finish, it show off. Your, show off shows you where you finished. Put your ranking there and. Um... No, we noticed a lot of people were doing that manually. So, hey, you know what? Yep. Thanks, thanks for the ideas, and we'll, we uh, we also have for you. three more badges coming up. Ooh. Should we talk? Should we talk about them? Yeah, I, I, I like the badges. So we have one called uh, "Gone Streaking." So that one is it's uh, <laughs> if you've I love the seen icon for it. if you've seen at least five shows in a row during a single tour, 
So if you see the last three at one tour and the first two or the next, that is not the first two. It does not count. So gone streaking is five shows or more in a row in any given tour. So I'm guessing Joe's earned that about 30 times over at this point. <laughs> uh, we not also an easy feat. I, we understand that that's not an easy feat, right? but um, it gets something to shoot for. Do we? And then we have um, we have two more after that. Uh, I can't even remember what we called the stub. Um, ah, yes, we have one called back to back, and this is fairly straightforward. If you've been to a two night stand, so Camden this year, yes. Um, if you went to if you went to both nights of Camden, yep. Chicago, yes. If you went to the Gorge Friday and Saturday, but not Sunday one night, that is not a two night stand. So it has to be a two-night stand at the venue and you see both shows. Uh, And then one more to kind of go with it, of course. We like to call this late checkout because after (laughs) this, after a three-night weekend, you need a late checkout on that that Monday. (laughs) So uh, it is attending a three-night stand at a venue. Um, One bit uh, where I looked at the the database and where this badge can kind of be goofy is um, the worry is the uh, Red Rocks performance where they played they only planned on playing three nights but they added that fourth for the hurricane benefit right mm-hmm. that was 2005 yes. so yes there is no badge for that but um i don't believe that you can i'm trying to think i don't believe right now you can earn the the late checkout badge because of that fourth night there yeah, you need something more of a late checkout. If you did four nights, you you, you just need to you know, we call that the coma badge. Maybe yeah, after that you're just you just you're out. <laughs> Start of the diet badge. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, we'll call it the IV badge. Yes, yeah. so you, you need IV. an IV. Yeah. But yeah, so we've got the three new stubs. Um, they are not in the app yet. I have to release a new version of the app, which is coming. Um, we've got a lot being worked on for the app. Actually, uh, it's been keeping me busy in my free time and. Uh, we just got a lot more, a lot more coming. Um, a lot of I, I can tell you. Thank you to all that have said great things about the app when, yeah. that I've run into at the tour. Um, glad everyone's loving streaming. Um, thank you to the tapers. Without mm-hmm. them, this wouldn't be possible. But uh, it, it just a lot of responses is like, hey, it makes it so much more accessible. Like I want to listen to more DMB. I'd love to like relive kind of my concert experience. Um, thanks to the tapers. Um, it's it's just way more convenient. Um, and so I think it's helping, uh, hopefully, um, thank you to the tapers. Hopefully we, we raise a little bit of more, um, more visibility here and we can, uh, kind of keep the taper community, um, uh, boosted. So if you again, if you see a taper at a show, yep. offer them a beer, definitely I'll see if you can help supplement at all. And tapers are always looking for, for tickets too. Um, I know we, we try to help, on the forum ticket forum for tapers we try to sticky their threads and put them at the top um if you can ever help out a taper with tickets they're looking for tickets um usually you know in near those those speaker stacks on the sides um near the front um if you have an extra pair or if you'd prefer to sit somewhere different than the sides tapers are always looking for those tickets um there well we try to sticky their threads in the ticket forum um so there's other ways too. We, if you have something, um, we can help you get in touch with um, with the tapers. If you have some tickets to donate, yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, just a little random things that come up in mind. I know I've talked about it before, but you can check your uh, if you're playing the setlist game through the app. You can actually check out your live score as the show is going on. That is cool. 
Go to the live set like listen. And if you're playing the game, it'll detect it and it'll put a little scoreboard in the top corner. You tap that and it drops it down, and uh, and you can and you can see your score. That's live. been a requested feature yep. since this, we did the setlist game in well, was 2002 the first year we did the setlist game. I think Do you so. Know? Yep, I think so. Um, that's been a feature requested since then. So uh, that's awesome. Um, you know that you can kind of see how your score is. I, I know, love live. it. Man. A little side yeah. note, Ugh. like obviously. The band isn't really strumming my chords lately in terms of what they're doing, you know, on stage what? and really? in the studio. Really? What? It's, yeah, it's it's. Listen, I want more out of them, right? So if I was just focused on the music of this band right now, I'd be, a, I'd kind of be down and out. Like, I, but there are other hobbies that I like, and obviously, I'm in IT. I like programming as a hobby. I like server administration, the engineering that we do on the back end of the site to make the site up and work and have features and everything, the hosting, the, the networking. Um, I like broadcasting. So this podcast is awesome for broadcasting and doing the, the, the radio show. Um, the app, it, it, it just enables me to keep the fire going, right? And I just love to see people using it and, and enjoying it. And, you know, you put up a show, play it, and then you start browsing your years, browsing your stats, coming up with ideas. I'm really glad that people are digging it out there. And it's cool that Joe's getting the feedback out there on the road. It's, it's, it definitely, it definitely keeps me going on it, which is great. Yeah. And, uh, like I mentioned, the start of the podcast, I think, um, please give us a review, review of the app. Um, yeah. uh, we do appreciate those reviews help, uh, new DMB fans, uh, hopefully find the app and help them bring them into this community and, um, make this community bigger and keep it going strong. I think that's the best thing for the band, the best thing for us to keep getting more DMB. Yeah. So, Joe, when's your next show? You're partying with the crew over there and going to Summerfest tonight, right? Yeah, Summerfest. Awesome. Uh, awesome awesome festival. Put some sunblock, would you? <laughs> I got the light that's right in my face. I, I, I swear I don't look this red uh, uh, without this light here. Um but yeah, Summerfest is you know some non-DMB shows, and then we'll be picking it up for Deer Creek, uh, which is this weekend. Really excited for for Deer Creek, and we will be out there strong with a tailgate, right at the front of the tailgate lot. We'll be in there um, first thing, so come stop by and say hi. We'll, we'll be at it. We'll have the flags up, so look for Ant's flag, um, and then uh, yeah, and then we'll be uh, some some Canada and some some Saratoga. So looking forward to the you know doing the next. Uh, Next set of shows here. We're going to try to get a podcast up this weekend or sometime soon, Joe, because we do have other a couple other larger topics that we wanted to talk about that we just the timing of it didn't didn't allow us to get to today. Yep, yep. So we'll see uh, see when I get back from Deer Creek. Maybe uh, maybe a late Sunday one. Sounds uh, good. Maybe we can do that. I get back from Deer Creek. Set your alarms. Well, <laughs> Joe, thank you for joining us from Club Wasted, and thank you to the, our lovely friends and hosts at Club Wasted, Jim and Marissa. Always fantastic. And anybody else who's around there feeding him cue cards about Karate Kid information. <laughs> they didn't help me. Is appreciated. Me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, everybody, everybody on Facebook Live, thank you so much for joining us. Everyone at Club Wasted, of course, you all rock. Love you. Miss you. Uh, maybe if Alpine's still around and not a, not just a big hill, we'll, we'll be back. That's the fingers <laughs> crossed for, for next year. See if crossed. Alpine returns. Less bros, Get more them. Alpine. There you go. Anyway, <laughs> take care, everyone. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to the AntsMarching.org podcast. Visit AntsMarching.org and be part of the largest DMB community on the Internet. Show downloads, Tour Central, personal show stats, and set list game, and so much more. 
AntsMarching.org, the best stop for all things DMB.